Legend has it that the following events took place somewhere between 1960 and 1980 in Long Island, New York. As the four men stood inside their residential home, the cold December wind howled for attention. The dark midnight sky hid any hint of light as storm clouds covered the horizon and snow hurried to the frozen ground below. The cold, raven night served as a fitting simile for their troubled hearts that evening. The men were in the basement. One lamp and its slowly dying 60-watt bulb was the only thing penetrating the darkness. The furnace hummed and the faucet dripped into the laundry sink below, but other than the ambience of a damp basement, they looked at each other in silence through palpable tension. Sitting on an old wooden table, under the dim glow of the lamp was a piece of paper, which contained each of the four men's names in writing. One by one, they took out a pocket knife, drew just enough blood from the thumb on their left hand, and placed a crimson fingerprint next to their names. History knows little of this document, but it might be one of the most intriguing. It was an agreement, a pact, a promise between those four men to officially and forever cause an end to the bloodline of Adolf Hitler. This is Curiosity, episode one, titled Bloodline of Evil. In the 1940s, one of the most evil men in history tried to create his perfect Aryan race, and we all know how that came to an end, but what about the following generations of the Hitler family? Are they around? How do they feel about their ancestor? There's actually a mystery surrounding the bloodline of Adolf Hitler, and some very interesting stories that go along with it. We'll look at a man who claims to be Hitler's son, and others who claim that the bloodline will soon be no more. We'll also finish the story we started with, the four men and their pact. But first, let's take a look at perhaps the most colorful Hitler. He is Hitler's nephew, and his name is Willy. Willy Hitler. As a member of the armed forces, I hope to take an active part in the liquidation of this man, my uncle, who has unleashed such misery upon the world. That's him there at a press conference when he signed up for the United States military to help fight his uncle. But before you go thinking he's a brave man trying to do good in this world, I want you to know what his character is like. And for that to happen, we got to go back a few years. <laughs> Willie was born in 1911 in England to Hitler's older brother, Alois. He grew up occasionally seeing Uncle Adolf, but never really took an interest in the man until he rose to power in 1933. It seemed like the moment Hitler gained any fame, little nephew Willy would show up at his doorstep asking for handouts. At first, he would just kind of hang around his uncle's place, mooch, eat free food, do whatever they did in the 40s for fun, stare at the radio, I don't know, and just kind of laze around until Uncle Adolf hooked him up with a job at the bank. This was not enough for Willie, though. He knew the extent of his uncle's power, and he wanted more. Over the next few years, he constantly asked Adolf for better and better jobs and more and more money. Apparently, he was not afraid of poking the bear. And nothing is more evidence than that than in 1938, when Willie Hitler did what no one else in history had the cojones to try. He blackmailed Adolf Hitler. Yeah, it didn't, uh, it didn't work so well. So, Willie and his grandmother fled Nazi Germany. They moved to the United States of America. And 
this is where it gets good. This dude was out to get rich. About the time they landed in New York, World War II was breaking out. So he promptly had a press conference. I believe that Hitler's policy in Europe will not bring any benefit to the human race at all. I hope that the American people in this country will not uh, be kidded by my moustache because, after all, my heart is in the right place, and that's the main thing. There he is referencing his Adolf-esque mustache, which I'm sure he only grew for promotional reasons. Then he wrote an article titled, Why I Hate My Uncle, and his mother wrote a book titled, My Brother-in-Law, Adolf Hitler. New York Times bestseller lists weren't around yet, but I'm sure the book did just fine. Willie wasn't done yet. He then went on a national public speaking tour titled To Hell with Hitler, where he and his mother would uh, sell out auditoriums regaling the audience with tales of growing up with Hitler and what it was like living with him in the early part of the decade. Now, historians suggest that not everything they told those audiences were factual. They even told them that uh, they influenced him to grow that iconic, terrible mustache. But anyway, they did that for a few years, and then when the United States joined the war in 1944, Willie signed up to fight Uncle Adolf. He survived the war and lived out the rest of his days peacefully in Long Island, this time hiding his relation to Adolf Hitler, even changing his last name to Stuart Houston. He had a total of four children. Now, those four children are well aware of their bloodline, and they've done something very, very interesting about it. But we'll get to that later. First, let's look at the man who claims to be Hitler's son. For this, we'll have to go to 1981. An autobiography hit store shelves titled, Your Father's Name is Hitler. The book was written by Frenchman Jean-Marie Loret, and in it, he claims that Adolf Hitler was his father. Naturally, people, including historians, scoffed at the idea. This man must be crazy, they said, just looking to make some money. But upon closer inspection, his story has some weight to it. Loray's mother, Charlotte, died in 1951, but shortly before her death, she felt it was time to come clean to her son. The story goes she was a young French lady living in Waverin, France in 1916, which at the time was German-occupied. She met a nice young German soldier by the name of Adolf and decided to have a fun summer. One summer turned into two, and in 1917, she found out she was pregnant. Being a soldier, Adolf's regiment moved on, and Charlotte raised her son in France alone. Interestingly enough, German documents from World War I show that Hitler's regiment was indeed occupying Waver in France in 1916. And even more interesting, in 1980, Hitler's former valet driver released an autobiography which also states that Hitler was not shy about the fact that he had a French son from a relationship he had with a woman during World War I. Things are starting to check out. Although critics still disagree, they quickly point out that there's no hard evidence to what is being said, just the word of a senile valet driver and some guy who says he's Hitler's kid. Not to mention, an interview with Charlotte's sister does not support the claim. She states she remembers the man's face clearly, and he was not Adolf Hitler. She also called into question the sanity of Jean Lorraine. Other historians chose to question the credibility of the man, stating he was the kind of man just wanting to make a quick buck. 
So, this was unproven and debated for years, even getting a mention recently on TMZ. Because this guy was French, he was actually fighting the Nazis during World War II. No way! He fought against his own father and didn't even know it? We realize what this is. What? It's Star Wars. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God, yes! Maybe! We don't really know, because they're both really, really dead. Ah, but we might know, because now there's such a thing as DNA paternal testing. In 2008, a test was done with samples from Jean Lerae and from the last living great-nephew of Hitler. And the test proved no relation. But the samples may have been contaminated. A university in Germany did their own sleuthing and found that the blood is from the same blood group. And two other interesting facts. One, they brought in experts that say Lorray's handwriting and Hitler's were near identical. And they found German paperwork that showed during World War I, Adolf Hitler sent envelopes of money to Charlotte in Wavering, France. Huh. Despite that, this man's claims are still widely scrutinized. Lorray passed away in 1985, but not before having nine children. Nine children who may carry the bloodline of Adolf Hitler. In 2013, Lorray's son, Philip, made worldwide headlines when he posted a photo of himself next to Hitler. The resemblance is uncanny. He says he believes that he is Hitler's grandson. Just a side note, if he can prove in court that he is indeed Hitler's grandson, he is entitled to royalties to Hitler's book Mein Kampf, which would be an unfathomable amount of money. At this time, proof beyond reasonable doubt has eluded him. So back to where we started. Four men in a basement signing a blood pact to end the bloodline of Hitler. In order to explain who these men are and how they plan to accomplish their task, I must ask you to recall the man we spoke of about five minutes ago, Willie Hitler. He had four sons, and these men are them. That makes Hitler their great uncle. Today, three out of the four men are still alive and living in Long Island, New York. And as far as anyone can prove, they are the only surviving members of the male line of the Hitler family. So, legend has it that on that cold, dark night, they made an agreement to never have children, and thus ridding the world of that pure Aryan blood that Hitler valued so much. Did these men see what flows through their veins as the lifeblood of pure evil? Or did they simply just wish not to extend to a new generation the shame and ridicule they endured their whole life on behalf of their uncle? Either way, unless Jean Loray was right, those three men are more than likely the last of the bloodline of Adolf Hitler.